Good morning. My name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. And well, we're going to get right to it because mortgages and a very popular sentence has been coming out a lot as of late called Bank of Canada, Bank of Canada. What is Bank of Canada going to do? And as you know, in the news over the last few weeks, housing crisis, housing crisis. So what does the future hold for us? And a very, very, very popular word, inflation, inflation. How does it relate to our mortgages here in Canada? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Again, if you're just tuning in, Mortgage Teacher is the company we're with. And take a look, look us up here in London and surrounding area. I mean, I personally have been helping Londoners and surrounding area with their mortgage solutions for over 22 years. Wow, getting old quick, folks. So, what I've seen over the over the years is is really what I've learned to deal with is we've seen the lowest rate. So, I mean, when you're going to get a mortgage, you want to borrow money to do renovation. Maybe you want to borrow money for schooling. We had that this week to pay for your kids' university. Um, like I said, renovations, maybe invest in that investment property. Um, we were up towards the Grand Benway and there's still, you know, people purchasing up there to, you know, get away from, for example, the city of London, being able to get away under one hour to get to a lake and a vacation and all back roads, mind you. So, you know, there's still in real estate, we still have a fantastic rich area. Uh, Southwestern Ontario is still growing, always growing. As we even heard our prime minister point out London on a housing development project on, you know, how it's such a good example. So London and surrounding area is is still developing and doing fantastic, as you can see. Um, you know, a lot slower than before, of course, but still moving. There's still people looking. And then when we have one hour each side, we have one hour towards, you know, the Port Stanley and Lake Erie. You know, people are still looking into income properties, developing that tax deduction um, you know, getting the, the Airbnb even is still very popular. And then, of course, we have up towards Lake Huron, you know, Port Franks, Grand Bend, uh, Bayfield, right up to Godrich, really. <clears throat> and these are the type of people that we're seeing that instead of getting up that 400 highway, perhaps they're getting a place a little local to get away. So we really see people trending. Um, I don't, maybe it's the last couple of years with travel being such an inconvenience. Maybe people are trying to stay a little bit more local. Um, instead of crossing the border, just you know, cross a couple of farmer's fields and head up to Lake Huron. But like I said, we're in a very wealthy area. It still has a good future. Yes, it's a lot slower now. The numbers are compared to what we've seen before. But let's be honest, 2020 and 2021 were more of an anomaly uh, for how crazy busy <clears throat> and how crazy busy the, the price has changed. And that's what I want to talk about right now, folks, because... What has been going on, we need to separate what has been going on so you understand what the Bank of Canada is going on or how do we tie this to inflation. So let's see if I can break this down as simple as possible. And some of you may or may not know this, <clears throat> but when we hear all of these Bank of Canada announcements, so for example, back in September, Bank of Canada did not move the interest rates. Coming due in October, there might be a movement. They're talking of it going up 0.25. And that is a Bank of Canada announcement. Now, let me explain. Folks, these are, there's mortgages that we all know of as five-year fix. That's, if you guys call me up and I've said it on this show many times before, you know, hey, Mike, 
What's the mortgage rate set? Well, what do you mean by the rate? Typically, it means the five-year fix. Now, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Is that the best mortgage to get? No, I'm just saying that that's the one that Canadians compare apples to apples. Let's just call it that way. Now, there's also a variable rate mortgage. A lot more Canadians have it now. In fact, 10% of Canadians used to be on variable until about 2001 when our lovely finance minister explained that no problem, prime will probably only go up about 2.5%. And as you and I know, it went up 5.5%. So of course, many Canadians took a variable rate mortgage. Uh, Probably 35% of Canadians are in a variable right now. That's sort of scary. I don't think we've had that high a number in Canada. And now all of those, and I'll say all of us, because I'm in a variable, our rates have shot through the roof. Uh, Unfortunately, some payments have even doubled in this. Now, there's two kinds of mortgages, and this is what I'm a little bit nervous about what some of the banks are doing. Actually, I'll touch this at the end of the show. I'll teach how each bank is treating the variable rate mortgage and why you want to be careful. But... Perhaps you don't have a variable rate mortgage. Perhaps you have a line of credit. Oh, then it's even worse. That's the dilemma we have. So what I mean by that is if you hear Bank of Canada announcement or if Prime goes up, if Bank of Canada increases rates, if Bank of Canada decreases rates, that would be nice. If If Bank of Canada makes a change, folks, I've said it before, that affects your variable rate mortgage or your line of credit. So as you know, since 2008, many, many banks have said, you know, you only owe a mortgage of a small amount. Here's a line of credit in case you want to do the renovation. Here's the all-in-one or the HELOC or the STEP uh, total equity program. We can call these programs whatever they want. Basically, folks, you get access to the equity in your house like a bank account. The scary part is you go borrow, you know, $100,000 to maybe help your kids go buy a house. And the next thing you know, now your $100,000 is at prime plus four. Okay, you ready for this? Today, folks, prime is at 7.2%. So if you're getting prime plus four, you know, you went into the bank, you got this nice healthy line of credit, you give your kids $100,000, oops, you are now paying 11.2% on that line of credit. Wow. Sorry, folks, but where I come from, that's almost like private money. You can easily find money under 11%. So this is a a dilemma that us Canadians have ran into, that Bank of Canada have put the rates so high just to go to a traditional bank. You know, out in Dorchester, I can go into TD or or Scotiabank, and if I walk in and get a line of credit, like when I was 20 years old, $20,000, that today would be prime plus four. Now, you ready for a bigger eye-opener? A bridge mortgage. A bridge mortgage is when you sell your house and you go to buy another house and you're just waiting for your down payment. So some people like to do this to maybe, you know, have two weeks separated so you can buy your new house, move in, paint it the way you like, move in a little slower, and then, you know, get your house clean and ready to sell. Very convenient for many. Now, the bridge loan is prime plus four. Again, 11.2%. And this is when you're guaranteed to have the money come back a couple of weeks later. So these are the type of rates we're seeing to borrow. So if you want to go and get a renovation done or get some backyard work done or borrow some money for a tax deduction, it's getting difficult on some people's numbers because, 
you know, your rate can be anywhere from 7 8% up to 11%. Now, this is all on the Bank of Canada announcements. Um, Bank of Canada going up, Bank of Canada going down. This is what influences that, okay, folks? So if you're in a locked-in mortgage, <clears throat> don't worry about that, of course, because rates going up, rates going down doesn't affect you. You are locked in. But are you coming up for renewal soon? Oh, time flew by quick. We're going to jump into this news break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about not only the difference between fixed variable, what to expect, what we've seen. But, you know, when you're up for renewal, what you can do to better protect yourself. Because we've got a lot of people coming up for renewal in the next couple of years. So that's what you, you want to keep an eye on. Again, I'm Michael Mullis from MortgageTeacher.com. Look us up and uh, we'll go back to this news break and be back right after this. Well, welcome back. Like the song says, here we go again. That's a classic, actually. My name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher, and that's exactly what we do on this show. We mumble and talk about mortgages, but the problem is it's not that boring anymore. Uh, Bank of Canada, mortgages, housing crisis seems to be on the media a pretty hot topic lately. So the phones have been ringing. There's a lot of questions, and that's what we're here to answer. So what we talked about uh, before the program, before the news break, if you were listening, is we talked about all of these announcements <coughs> with rates going up and the rates, but it's only the variable rate and the, sorry, your line of credit rate that have been moving so much. Now, if you're in a locked in mortgage, your rate hasn't changed. Of course, it's five year fixed, three year fixed, 10 year fixed. The five year fixed is what, hmm. I don't know, I would probably say 90% of Canadians usually take that mortgage. So that's what we use to, say, compare an apple to an apple, okay? Now, what is going on is the variable rate has gone up so much, and why? And the word inflation, why is it tied to it? So I'm going to help break that down a little bit, just in case, you know, you are a little bit more into finance and you do understand this, you know, inflation period a little bit. Here's what some are saying, and people call and go, Mike, what are rates going to do? What are, where are rates going to be? Nobody knows. This is what's difficult. Because when you look at certain things, we are definitely stressed out, Canadians. Things are expensive. Fuel is up. Food is up. Everything is up and up tremendously. It's unbelievable the cost of some things we see. I think I've seen an apple for $1.99. One apple. Yeah, how you like them apples? So... What we're dealing with is people ask where are rates going to go because we know rates are up. We know people are pressured under the payment of their house. We know many Canadians can't even buy a house right now. So are rates going to come down? Hard to say. Over the past years, they've been saying we want inflation. So this is a number that came out last week that is at four right now. We want inflation down to 2% before we're going to start to decrease interest rates. But this is the difficulty, folks, because there's some things going in, in the inflation numbers that when they change, it causes the inflation. You ready for this? And Benjamin Tall, if you want to look him up, his last name is T-A-L. Benjamin Tall, fantastic economist with CIBC. I've always listened to him. And he made a good comment that he said that the Canadian government seems that they have a small room with a dehumidifier and a humidifier cranked at the same time. What we're saying is one is fueling the other. So as you know, a couple of weeks ago when they put, when carbon tax goes on something, the cost of energy goes up, the cost of food goes up. So therefore, cost goes up, 
inflation goes up. It went from 3.3% up to 4. And when they put the Bank of Canada rates up, that makes our mortgage debt, housing debt look bigger. Therefore, inflation goes up again. So every time they make a move, our inflation number that they're trying to make come down goes up from 3 to 4. So then they say, oh, we got to put it up again. So this is the difficulty we're seeing, folks. We all feel stressed. We feel that things are more expensive. When are they going to start bringing rates down? The problem is, in an odd way, when they put it up, they keep putting them up again. So I don't know if this is, you know, a rabbit chasing its tail. I don't know when this is going to stop. That's the difficulties. That's what we got to keep an eye on. And if you watch the, you know, politics, House of Commons, they're saying the same thing right now. So this is... We have to wait for them to figure out what they're going to do, how it filters down. I have video footage of our finance minister. I said it earlier in the show, saying that if you're in a variable, if you have a line of credit, if you know Bank of Canada was at 1% and it was only going to go up 2.5%, it would be detrimental if it went up any higher. So these videos filter down to professionals. Start. That's where the information flows to say, you know, this is what should be happening. And when you look at the graphs... Many, um, you know, how we're spending it in Canada. Yeah, it all points to the same way. We're struggling right now. So perhaps rates should be coming down sooner than later, but there's some indicators that they could be putting it up yet again. So if they're doing that, folks, it's hard to explain what they should be doing, what they will do when even the people that know what's going on don't know what's going on. Um, it's getting difficult out there that way, folks, but there's no doubt rates are not going to be shooting up dramatically. I mean, let's go back to 2022. We saw Prime go up 1%, another 0.75%. We're at the end of the increases. We might see a quarter in the future, but for the most part, we should hopefully start to see rates come down. Benjamin Tall, I'll bring him up again. He said that in March, we might even see rates start to come down as much as 0.75% decrease in March 2024. So on the show, folks, I've been saying that rates are going to go up throughout 22, 2023. Stay still. Throughout 24 and 25, according to many, we should see interest rates start to come down. So if you can hold on to the variable or your line of credit and you can hold on to the payments, perhaps it's worth it. Because think about it. If you can get prime minus 0.5, for example, so today, that is 6.8%. But if prime goes down 0.75 in March, folks, that means in March, you might already be down to about 5.3%. If it goes down again, maybe by September, we could see 4% rates again. You know, 4.8, 4.7. So we could start to see some stability as we head into 24 and 25. So that's the news that we've seen on the banks lately. We see this inflation rate. On the bank last week saying up to four percent now in october bank of canada will meet many 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 predict that it could go up again but there's many educated out there saying it might go up again but it shouldn't rates have to start coming down soon because yeah it's tough on canada right now so keep your chin up folks out there i know it's really tough with where the rates are and that's all variable so if you're borrowing money through line of credit that's the difficulty we got into, folks. Sorry if you got lured into that. I've been on the show saying be careful. Be careful of the all-in-one, the line of credit, because 
when your rate goes from 1% up to 9%, that's a pretty big difference on your interest. Now, if you're in this fixed mortgage, well, you're not due for another year. You're not due for maybe two years. All I can say is reach out. This is what we do. We connect with you four months early. Because remember when you bought a house and you do a pre-approval, they say the line, we can hold your rate for, you know, we can hold your rate for 120 days, four months. Right. But when you come up for renewal, your bank says, oh, well, here's your rate. This is from last week. No, no, no. Why can't you hold your rate for 120 days like you're buying a house? And that's what we do here at Mortgage Teacher. And we've had some real winners here. And what I mean by that, the interest rates throughout this year, 2023, they went up to, you know, 5.6%. Then they even went down for a little bit in March. We saw rates as low as like 4.89, 4.79. Then they went up to 5% again. Then they went up to 6.5%, maybe down to 5.8. So their fixed rates are always going up and down. If you are up for renewal, say, you know, December 5th, we can hold your rate four months prior. So we collect your information and we send you to different banks. This is the mortgage teacher. This is the advantage of being a broker, folks. We deal with all the lenders. They love us. We've done very well with the new banks and more banks are jumping on. For example, I can announce this. TD Bank, brokers have originated more mortgages than the banks. That's right, folks. The shift is happening. Same as a car loan. You don't go into your branch to get a car loan. You use a car dealer. Well, now that's what's happening with mortgages. If you want unbiased, honest advice, maybe it's not your current bank salesman that's going to give you that. You might get an unbiased and still go to your bank. Folks, I bank at TD proudly and I can still get my mortgage at TD through my broker channel. And then we get to pick a branch for servicing. So it's great out in Dorchester because we only have the two banks. So I can write everyone's mortgages and still send them back to their branch for servicing and they go from there. So if you're coming up for renewal, reach out about five to six months early and start to get some options. So when you come up for renewal, say your day is December 5th, now you have what your bank is offering you, but you've put together some other options, what lately have been quite a bit better. So give yourself some options, folks. I know I've been rambling on. Again, my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. Look us up at mortgageteacher.com. Have a great weekend, folks.